Welcome back in listeners to another wonderful episode of Whisper in the Wings. I am very excited about today's episode. This is something that is very near and dear to me. And so I'm really excited to be sharing it with you. Today we have on our show, artistic director, Carrie Isaacman, whose organization Shakespeare Sports is going to be holding different events and classes and such next spring and summer in schools and rec programs here and around different communities in New York City. And I'm sure you're wondering why is this near and dear to you, Andrew? But I'm going to let Carrie tell us a little bit more about what she does, what her organization does, and I'm sure you'll begin to see why her work is so important. But with that, let me go ahead and bring on the artistic director of Shakespeare Sports and welcome Carrie Isaacman to Whisper in the Wings from Stage Whisper. Hello. Thank you for the welcome, Andrew. So happy to be here. I'm I'm honored to have you here. This is such a great organization that you have, and it's incredible work that you do. Truly, I, I mentioned before we started that I got the list of guests that I was going to have in the next little while. And the minute I saw you and what you do, I literally circled it. And I was like, yes, this one, I have, I need to know more and I've got to put it up front and center. So why don't you tell our listeners more about what Shakespeare Sports is? Oh, wow. Happy to share. Shakespeare Sports is a theater company. Part of what we do, which is why I'm here today in, in the planning for next year of spring and summer, of the workshops and interactive shows that we'll be giving to schools and rec centers in around New York City is workshops that are for children and young adults and upon request in dayhab programs, which are for adults of adapted theater. The reason for that is social emotional awareness development, which for individuals with autism and developmental delays that are in combination with autism, that's something that individuals work on from pre-K and, and, and needing to continue working on it in a way that all people need to work on social emotional skills, even, even to a greater extent throughout the lifespan. So that's, that's basically what we do. It's it, what it looks like is a lot of fun that we're working on health saying hello, we're working on that's with the heartbeat hellos. And then we're working on practicing being happy, sad, scared, excited, giving ourselves a round of applause, making friends, some language development, and then going into scenes. If that's focused on, for example, I recently developed my original As You Like It based on the four scenes in As You Like It. Uh, and so we would be working on the relationship, for example, between Rosalind and Orlando and um, Celia finding the notes and Touchstone finding the notes and the concept of time, which is also a very basic skill you learn in kindergarten that we keep working on. Uh, so that that's, uh, I think that gives a good snapshot of it. I love that. Now you kind of already answered this before we started, but I'd love to hear it again. How did you come up with the idea for this program? Okay, I was working on 
my first or sixth grade master's degree program, childhood education, I had already finished some educational degrees in educational theater. So I'd been working on theater games with that in mind quite a lot, and especially with a focus on Shakespeare. And there are a lot of, I could give you the extended version. Let me go to the abbreviated (laughs) version. There are a lot of companies that have wonderful theater games for teaching Shakespeare, but for children, for the younger children, not so many, and especially not so many games for children who are working with autism where social emotional games come into some use. So to be totally honest, I, okay, here's the story. (laughs) I went into my son's, um, (laughs) my son had a parent teacher conference, my son's teacher at a parent teacher conference. I I should add my, my son's on the spectrum. And I make this very public because of the fact that I think it's, it's good for my friends to know what my life is like. And so my son's teacher, whose name was also Kelly, no joke, as she she was telling me about her work, besides being a, a teacher, that she also taught in her after school program, musical theater to mm-hmm. adapted for kids with autism. And that's when a light bulb went off. I was like, my goodness, you can be a scientist and you can teach arts. And I was like, I'm going to teach younger kids. And then I found this book, Shakespeare's Heartbeat, which... I was looking through, and I was like, this, oh my gosh, I have to know more about this. So I started looking through it more and I found a few games that I could start with. And I, when I got to my student teaching, I asked if I could please in, integrate some games from a playful character like Puck, right, was Puck, and wrote up a lesson plan. And in addition to having the academic requirements in there, taught and played games with the students and the students really liked it. And that that's basically the beginning is that it, it really came from seeing Kelly Hunter's work in her book, Shakespeare's Heartbeat, and then later doing coursework where I further developed scripts so that it could be two and three person scenes. And then I d- included and workshop with ensemble members. And that's that's how that came up. So process time. I love that. What has it been like developing this and actually like putting um, work in that? Well, I think the biggest thing in the last year is realizing that I want to more work on the work so that when I have the opportunity to give this to a class, that if we have an ensemble of people that we're going to be then giving this to the students and and we have a variety of ways of, of teaching. So what it's been like is learning different ways of teaching, which has been really like needing to be able to make changes very quickly. So it's been a, a really good learning experience. And we have had some good learning experiences. And and in the beginning, it's all been by taking the, borrowing the published work of Kelly Hunters, and then writing prompts for each classroom, like, um, for example, an I do, you do, so that we in- include the, the class and giving each person their own turn. What it's been like is learning, hopefully we're, we're providing a safe learning experience. It's fun so that the class can learn about creating theater and through that learning more, more language. So it's been a really good learning experience. So I think that it's in the last year where I was like, I need to now work, create something that's from a play that's outside of what Kelly Hunter has already written and created with her Midsummer and 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 Tempest games. I love that. What is the message or the thought that you're hoping 
students will take away from this program, as well as our audience will take away from this conversation? What I think is most important is that um, I think initially, well, this is before I, I say that, because there are a lot of things I have to say about what I would want anyone to take away from. Initially, I I had, especially as I described that first realization of when I was like, I, I must figure out a way to even teach theater that's, that's adapted, is I really would want parents to know that their children have something other than the same book that's been on the, the book shelf for five years that's getting even though students need the practice when you're talking about developmental delays I want students to have access to literature and for me that's Shakespeare and it's adapted Shakespeare hopefully it's it's that it's it's age appropriate that that students can have something that is in line with the same book that that they've been looking at and that they'll have that social emotional experience and parents will hear about how their children are making friends and 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 gaining more words. I think that's the biggest thing. And also the biggest takeaway is that it would be a lot of fun to have this program in in their classrooms. What it's like also just to revert back to your earlier question is that students, what we've been doing is I go in and teach classes, like one class, and I teach them the skills. And then I bring in a troop of players and we practice the same skills that they worked on with me. So they get that experience of like a rehearsal process. And that's the social emotional experience of being in a group. What I'm going to, what I'm planning on for this year that's slightly different is a model that's where I bring two to three teaching artists with me and we take turns teaching the games so that we do more in a class and we're not leading up to one show. And I think that'll be even more packed in there in each class. So that that's what I think that it would be a lot of fun. I love all of that, all of that. And that brings me to my final question in the first part of this interview and a very important one, I think, which is who do you hope have access to this? Well, it would need to be for a few different reasons. Uh, there, there are a couple of different way of access. And by the way, it would need to be that the classes are given for free, offered for free. It just, it just needs to be that way. I've, as, as it's been said to me, then you can ask for what people are willing to give, but I think it needs to be offered for free. Recreation programs are most important because they're on a Saturday and then it's outside of what teachers and schools require. And we, I need to like really honor that what the schools want. But also I would think that as the response has been in my, from based on my student teaching experience, which, which was extremely positive, both uh, in the, for, for both in my first through sixth and my birth through second grade uh, student teaching experiences that there uh, hopefully there will be some time we can make the company can make to then go into a school and during a you know a two to three sessions give theater experiences for children that's permitted by by the school on a school day uh, it seems like the recreation though is is pretty important though now I do want to make one quick clarification on this this is not just a sure. program designed for children with different needs or, or special needs, this is really a, a program for any child, right? Uh, well, the book for from Kelly Hunter's book, Shakespeare's Heartbeat, is that it is for children with autism and developmental delays. 
I have had someone ask me recently about me going into a classroom and saying this classroom, they, which are potentially on reading level, I I would say that if a if a school want the short answer is if, if a school is interested in this form because there's a need for students who are in need of working on those social emotional skills for any reason that it, it's worth a try but it is written for children with the games are written and 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 are supposed to be for children with autism and it might be that it's that's for that reason it's that you take the shorter lines and and you're working on the movements and you're working on facial uh, sorry visual spatial awareness and you're working on eye contact or maybe no eye contact so that that's what that's what with that it, it that's the intention but it could be for a classroom where it's let's work on this because we're working on adapted theater and that would be good for us I want to change things up now. I want to let listeners get to know you a little bit better. And I want to ask you what inspires you? What shows, playwrights, composers uh, inspire you or do you love? I, I think I think what is most like makes me go makes me feel like I'm I'm three years old is when somebody really knows the first folio and like they make it look like you know like like they can just bring out all these different sources really quickly I'm like ah that makes me feel like I'm three years old so I guess that's that that's the that's those people who can just like like go in and and just like do a lot of research. So I've I've that's what that's how that's helped me is like I've got to figure out how to be a better researcher. And so I've done some more coursework in the last few years. So that would be some of the teachers I've had who are just like I I don't know just like people who can kind of go between uh, what England's saying with this playwright and then how to translate that to America really makes me go wow yeah wow I love that. So sometimes I that that's that's pretty much what what most interests me. And then there are some actually some contemporary plays right now that take their work from Shakespeare. So I'm gonna go see them, try and see some plays too. That but I I think that making sure that I'm I'm being a, a better researcher that that anybody who can do that and I have to figure out how to do that better is is a, that person that inspires me. I'd say that Kelly Hunter on on this topic, she definitely. I looked at that book and I was like. I mean, that was it for me. I had to figure out how to teach it, how to write my own version, how to work on it, how to work on the work, you know, how to keep workshopping it. I think that's that's what is most awesome interests me a lot as well. I love that. That is a unique answer. And I, I love it though. Send up to teachers on that. Wonderful. Yeah. Have you seen any great theater lately that you might be able to recommend to our listeners? Well, I think just because of the fact that I've been uh, you know, <laughs> doing my work in, the, in as a teaching assistant and the be, I, I also work as a behavior therapist with kids with autism in the afternoons, which I really love doing that work because that also teaches me a lot about directing, by the way, <laughs> and, and also about behaviors. So that's one thing. But I'm planning to go see, and I saw a picture of you going, and you went to go see this as Fat Ham. And I'm, I have just got my ticket for April 29th. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of plays that are influenced by Shakespeare, I can't wait. <laughs> yes. You'll, I can't wait. Yeah, you'll love it. 
Last year, I was making a point to see a, a bunch of theater around. As far as children's theater go, you would think that I would also mention uh, like children's theater too. But again, with the schedule and now doing more work in the afternoon, it's been it's been tricky. But last year, I was seeing a, a lot of theater in the summers. I'm, I'm just like my my brain is kind of. I was just thinking about all this, but I I saw. Um, speaking of, I mean, I, I should mention that I'm planning for a reading. If you don't mind me mentioning. Uh, planning on a process of working on a reading so that I could have it like be part of production produce Henry six part two and uh, so I don't want to say too much more but I would invite you of course so it, anyway it's currently planned for the 27th at on Oxford South Oxford space I know who I've been told I'll be playing but until we like have the whole cast I don't know if I should say but so far I, I mean I I guess I don't know and Eleanor I can't wait like I love that role and worked on it in a class so and anyway, like okay I won't say all right let me just tell you <laughs> but, <laughs> how do you get that in there you're just like I just oh, yeah, I know. Whoops. <laughs> whoops Michael Higgins is directing so I, I really my my focus is now mostly on the the needs to be just because there there's a lot of planning that goes into learning about adapting theater, but just along that road, the that it's his version of the Henry six part one and two, not version. It's because that sounds like it's rewritten. It's cut into a two two version, like a two hour version. So it, it's cut. I really like the way it's cut. I worked with him speaking of on Hamlet. Uh, I think it's two years ago now, maybe, maybe I think it was 2020, August. So, season one of the pandemic. Right. Yeah. It was just like just when things were opening up. So, uh, but I'll, I'll be sure to send you information. Yes. Well, what is your favorite part about working in the theater? Well, with all the focus on on theater, I'd say that it's 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 it definitely so many things. May I mean I I'd say that it's that seeing what what discussions can come out of of doing the work and how, what the takeaways are. Like, for example, an interpretation of Shakespeare where it's, wow, I didn't know that that was in there and that's what he based it on. And let's have a conversation about that so that when we work on it again, that we either want to show more behavior around, speaking of, so you can see my interest is behavior as a teacher too, and working with kids with autism is like what we want to show more behavior around this or it'll be more clear. So I'd say that more of my experiences of being an actor so that for me, it's easier for me to approach being a director with kids, to be honest, because then it can be a little bit less than what you would, although you would say you need to be able to have all this experience to do this much. But it, for me, I if I'm working with kids with autism, sorry, I'm jumping subjects, but at least I, I'm aware of it. <laughs> As a behavior therapist, I can translate that into working with kids with autism and write the prompts and stuff. So it's it's definitely what did the kids if if I'm that's sort of translate there too is what did the kids get out of it how can I make it better and how can I work, work on the work so I say that I I try to make that a focus because that's I think that's pretty important yeah well I'm excited to ask you my favorite question now which is what is your favorite, your favorite theater question? memory oh my gosh okay well this is a good story okay I was like I want to make it good because it's like do I say my favorite mem of like my own, like me being on stage? It could be, it's, that's fine, we're here. But I would say that it would be like the first moment I was studying overseas. I did, I was in my undergrad program at SF State and 
<laughs> I didn't think I was going to say all of that, but there, there, yeah. And, and um, I, I needed, I needed to get more information about this Shakespeare guy. So I, I went over, I got into a program doing summer in Shakespeare and I, um, our group went to go see Ian McKellen, Richard III. And do, yeah, do you know about the the one Nazis and everything? And no, um, but just Ian McKellen. Oh my gosh! Well, that was where I was like seeing very clearly a cultural message about who Richard the Third could be, and me with my cultural background of Eastern European that I needed to to find a way in my work with Shakespeare or any theater to have a cultural like hook into what I was saying. Mm. And um, I also went when I, I, at the time I was living in San Francisco, and I, I saw him there also. And then of course there's the film, but yeah, he was playing like World War II kind of. So that was, that, that, I, that really had a pretty big impression on me. Like from then on, it was, it was, I, I kind of had to figure out that that what, what's the cultural hook I don't always find that cultural hook but it's it's important wow I for you to get to see Ian McKellen that's incredible but for all of that just to line up and click that's amazing that's amazing yeah, it, was, it was it was a big it was a big moment um, thank you for it, sharing yeah. that yeah I'm glad I thought of it <laughs> Do you have any projects or productions coming up that we might be able to plug? You had mentioned the reading. Well, I mentioned the reading. That's pretty much, that's it. I'd say, I'd say that that we start rehearsal for the reading, which will be like a, a three-week rehearsal but on the weekends in August. And then that's August 27th. And then I keep working on... I'm kind of I'm self-funding the the children's theater the the um, Hunter Heartbeat work. So I'm doing my day job and I'm working as a behavior therapist and I'm rehearsing with actors and we're doing this wonderful thank you for inviting me here. I I'd, I'd say that just this is a way of laying the groundwork out there so that I can then start to contact schools and recreation programs. And then slowly start to plan with my ensemble members that we're currently rehearsing for. So I'd say it's it's really a lot of important slow work that I'm making sure to, again, continue to work on the work. So it, it would be the answer is this is the work. <laughs> I'm here. I'm plugging it. It's next year. It's spring and summer recreation. And I, I, that, and then in addition to that, the sooner one is uh, not the educational work, although it depends on how you look at it, but I can't wait to work on Henry six part two. I, that's my part of it, but it's Henry six part one and two, but uh, so that, that this is it. <laughs> Love it. My final question is if our listeners want more information about Shakespeare sports or about you, maybe they'd like to reach out to you. How can they get that? Oh, please email me, call me. <laughs> the, the information is on my website, which is located at Shakespeare Sports Theater with an R-E company.com. And on the website, you'll see my email address, which is shakes.sports at gmail.com. I think I have my number on there too, or if I don't, it's, <laughs> no, <laughs> should I just say it? I don't know. Just email me and then I'll, you know, see the right. <laughs> it's probably what, what people do is just send the email. My, my, just, just a heads up is that the, the front 
page of that website is the theater company that that I work on with. The, it has a lot of uh, pictures of productions. And then in the center of that homepage, there's a, a link to the information and samples of the Hunter Heartbeat work for the educational work. And feel free to reach out to me directly to ask. We've mostly worked with YAI and will continue to work with YAI as a volunteer and in as far as recreation and school programs, ask me directly and then we could plan for spring and, and summer and that would be wonderful. Well, Carrie, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us and share this amazing program. And on behalf of everyone here at Stage Whisper and all of our listeners, thank you for all you do as a behavior therapist, and most importantly, as a teacher. It, it, you are changing the world, and we really appreciate it. It's a thankless job, but we're still going to try to thank you for that. So we appreciate all you do, and thank you for coming on our show today. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thanks again for inviting me. I'm, I'm, you know, I've seen the list of people you have on there and, and congratulations on your show. And I'll tell you how I like fat ham. I'm sure it'll be wonderful. I can't wait. April 29th. (laughs) (laughs) My guest today has been artistic director, Carrie Isaacman, whose organization Shakespeare Sports is going to be having classes and events next spring and summer in schools and rec programs here Uh, and around in different communities in New York City. You can get more information, and I'm sure you can also find a way to support this organization by visiting shakespearesportstheatercompany.com, and that's theater with an R-E. You can also reach out to them via email by sending them a message at shakes.sports at gmail.com. We're going to have all of this information posted on our episode description, as well as on our social media. But I hope, I hope you will do your part in supporting this wonderful organization. Or if you're here in the New York area and you know someone who might be interested in this or in need of this, make sure to reach out. And it's a great way to not only help a child who might need it, but also introduce them to the powerful, wonderful world of theater. So look more into Shakespeare Sports. So until next time, I'm Andrew Cortez reminding you to turn off your cell phones, unwrap your candies, and keep talking about the theater. In a stage whisper. Thank you. If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Stage Whisper Pod. And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at stagewhisperpod at gmail.com. Our theme song is Maniac by Jazzar. Other music on this episode provided by Jazzar and Billy Murray. You can also become a patron of our show by logging on to patreon.com slash stagewhisperpod. There you will find all the information about our backstage pass as well as our tip jar. Thank you so much for your generosity. We could not do this show without you.